Support for this podcast is provided by Cressa. Cressa is the occupier's champion, the world's premier corporate real estate advisory firm, exclusively serving startup businesses and major global organizations alike. As a Portland pillar for over 25 years, Cressa partners with its clients throughout the entire project lifecycle, from workplace strategy and discovery through the deal transaction and project management delivery of space. Cressa partners without conflict and applies integrated expertise to make your business better. Go to cressa.com Portland to connect with the Portland advisory team. From that cast creative, I'm Dan Bruton, and this is the PDX Executive Podcast. A show where I talk with inspiring leaders who are shaping the future of Portland, Oregon. Every week, I sit down with business executives, startup founders, and community leaders to dive into their career journey and get insights into the impactful work they're doing in our slice of the great Pacific Northwest. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to PDX Executive Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Bruton. I have a great guest today. His name is Ben Kenyon. He's the performance coach for the Portland Trailblazers and also the founder of Great Day Squad. I had an amazing conversation about Ben, about what he does for the Blazers and also his company. It's a wellness community and how it translates to business leaders and business executives. Uh, I got a lot personally out of this conversation and I know you will too. So please welcome Ben. Ben, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, Dan, thank you for having me, man. This is awesome. I know we were chatting before I reached out to you when I first to do this, it was in the middle of the chaos when this pandemic started and then, you know, the season modified season started. So appreciate you hopping on. I always, I prefer to do it in person, but you know, here we are. This is what we got right now. COVID <laughs> yeah. is a real thing, man. So let's start with, you know, the folks maybe don't know who you are and what you do. Um, I know it's a big, broad question. Love for you to just uh, tell a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so Ben Kenyon. Um, I'm originally from Hillside, New Jersey. Um, I live out here in Portland, Oregon now. I am the performance coach or one of the performance coaches for the Portland Trailblazers, uh, CEO and founder of the Great Day Squad. Um, and I'm just one optimistic, inspired human that just loves to figure out how to serve others. Right. I go out of my way to not only work with the 15 guys that I work with on a day to day basis, um, but I started a community um, that's out here actually serving millennials to inspire their best performance as well. And I want to really get into that. And I want to start with your role as a performance coach at the Blazers. Um, I know your background, I believe you played basketball in college, right? Yep. And so you, you have that background and you, you do the role with the Blazers, but tell us a little bit more about it. Cause it's so much more than I think just the training aspect, right? hundred percent. So, so yeah. So, so yeah, so, uh, let's start off in the weight room, right? Um, performance coach, strength coach. Uh, that's the thing that, um, I signed up for from day one. Um, just because I love being in the weight room, I get to now train these guys, um, help them um, become stronger men, uh, physically. Right. And then we kind of branch out. Um, we've also tapped into doing some sort of, uh, let's just say, mental work where hmm. now we just have relational um, or, or conversations that allow our relationship to grow yeah. that now give them comfort so that when we need to now buy in during tough times, it's because of the relationship, right? That foundational block that goes beyond just saying, hey, you're here for this one job, right? I'm here for the relationship. I'm here for the job and I'm here for you, right? And right. So, um, ultimately, as a performance coach, um, I look at it as a holistic approach to saying, um, we have the task to improve their mind, their body, um, their emotional well-being. Mm -hmm. um, but we do it through nutrition. We do it through recovery. We do it through training. Um, we do it through also just having awesome conversations that 
allow them to know that we're actually speaking to them as humans. Right. And I think what folks don't know is, I mean, you spend a lot of time with these, the team, right? Yeah, it's man. not just in the, like you said, it, the, that relationship I think is so important for, um, you know, their whole performance off the court too. And so, you know, one thing I'm really interested in how this translates to the business world is the part about recovery. Yeah. Talk about that. Cause I think we're all in a state, whether you're an athlete or, you know, you run a business or work for someone of just really run down. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, so there's, there's um, key indicators that you're doing too much. Right. And what we do with our guys is we actually have this thing called, um, uh, what is it? It's a heart rate variability app that we've used and it allows us to track their, um, I'm trying to figure out an easy term that's going to, allows us to track their, their, their rate of, um, uh, of how much they're doing. Okay. Right. And, and yeah. it allows us to actually know like, all right, this person's overworked or underworked or right mm. in the sweet spot. Right. Mm. And so what that helps us with when it comes to recovery is saying, all right, let's look at their nervous system. That's what it is. Right. If they are overworked, here are some protocols, here are some ideas, here are some thoughts that are going to now allow them to recover better mm. if they need to be ramped up even more, right? So let me actually take a step back. Okay. The way I like to think about it is there's a sympathetic um, nervous system that's like, uh, what is it, fight or flight? Mm-hmm. We're going, we're going, we're going. And then there's the parasympathetic, which is the rest and digest. Mm-hmm. Being able to actually monitor that is the game changer. So yeah. thinking about the heart rate variability, that allows us to actually monitor that, mm. right? So going back to your question about recovery yeah. is just saying, all right, well, where do they fall scale of one to 10, 10 being, um, they are in amazing space. They're recovering, they're sleeping well, the nutrition, everything they're doing is on point. One is just like, it's out of whack. Mm. But for us now, it's just like, all right, what do we need to point to? Mm. And a lot of the times we're just like, all right, let's sleep better. Mm. Right. Let's just start with the basics. How are you sleeping? Are you sleeping six to eight? If you're not getting that in, are you up all night playing video games? <laughs> are you wired? Because, again, our games end at like 11 o'clock. Right. Right. And then on top of it, uh, you've got to go eat. You've got family. You've got yeah. things you've got to do. Right. And, and at the arenas, people don't realize this or pay attention to it. The lights are bright as all heck. Right. So we put them in this crazy symp- sympathetic environment. And now we're like, go rest. Yeah. Game's over with. Right. And so now how do you wind down? And so from then we step into the nutrition, right? Mm-hmm. So we talk about sleep. We talk about nutrition. Are you eating the right things? Um, you know, a lot of the times people look to supplements and they say, Hey, the supplements out there can help me melatonin and um, mm-hmm. melatonin. And there's a couple other things out there that we would give guys. But at the same time, if your diet is out of whack, that stuff really won't help, right? That'll right. improve you 1%. And so now looking at the nutrition saying, Hey, are you eating the things that are going to allow you to have that nice blood flow um, hmm. That nice um, ability to actually sleep and rest um, and not be in a toxic place where, again, let's just say there's uh, an inflammatory food that you're eating yeah. right? that's not allowing you to actually fully recover. That can mess with your sleep. That can mess with your recovery um, from, from knick-knack injuries, little small injuries that uh, we definitely don't want to, to, to linger on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I kind of digress a little bit. I just, I'm trying to focus on the things that I know for a fact. Yeah, this is support you with recovery. This is great. And I, and this is a big part of it. How does stress play into it too? So I know like yep. you and the other team there, I didn't even think about when you say like the players coming off the court and just that come down of, yeah. of how, how, you know, the lights and the, when there are fans. Yep. So yeah. How does like the stress part play into it? And what's stress, your, stress yeah. is the number one thing. 
Um, yeah. That's our number one goal, to be honest with you. It's to, to, to monitor and, and help them uh, navigate stress, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, stress is going to be there. We mm-hmm. want to have the actual stress around because um, it's going to allow us in a good um, incremental way where we know if we give you a little bit of stress over time, it's going to help you grow. Right. At the same time, if we overstress you and you're not prepared for it, um, just like training in the weight room, if I put, you know, a 245 on your back yeah. and this is your first day ever squatting, yeah. more than likely you're going to get crushed. Right? <laughs> and, yeah. but, but now you have to think about that in a sense of like a rookie, right? Mm. A rookie's now stepping into the weight room or, or excuse me, the NBA, mm-hmm. and it may be like 245 minimum, right? Mm-hmm. Of life that gets put on their back, right? And so now we're like, hey, bare minimum, you have to be able to do this. And a lot of the times when it comes to that stress, um, they're not prepared for the things outside of playing basketball, right? And so, again, let's go back to the top of the combo. We're here for the relationship. We're here for the training. And we're here for all the other cool stuff that I know is going to allow them to navigate stress. Yeah. It, it comes, um, it's funny, you get to see it um, go through, a, you get to see them go through a growth um, pattern where like mm. a rookie comes in, again, love basketball. I got drafted. I'm here for basketball. But then you're like, well, all right, dude, I get you think that's it. Like on the court is it. But like the weight room is basketball. The dining hall is basketball. The athletic training room is basketball. The front office stuff is basketball. Like this is now a business, right? And again, these are all stressors that are inside their job. Don't forget about the stressors outside. And so the relationship portion of this is huge because you have to be able to help them navigate those relationships that matter and the relationships that really don't. And again, Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily saying that, you know, we tell them what to do and what not to do. We're just throwing it out there off of the experiences that we've had with amazing players that have come through here, young players that have uh, thrived in the NBA um, beyond the three-year mark, which is typically like the average time that people actually spend in the NBA. Your goal is to always get to that next contract and get on to the next moment. So again, stress is something that is is not very easy to navigate in a high-performing environment. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're here as performance coaches, as coaches, to, to figure out the best way to, to help them. And yeah. And something you always read about the Blazers, uh, as far as when new players come in is you always hear about the team culture yep. and just, you know, I think there's been a lot of people in place like you and the coach and staff and also some veteran players that have just been there for a while. And they say like how welcoming it is and how the communication is really strong. So, Talk about that because I mean that's important if you run a business too, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see, you know, is that intent? How intentional is that for you and the, the members of the team? As yeah, far as, man, I mean, honestly, Dame, Terry, Neil, right, the, the the top of the um food chart, right? Yeah. Uh, our GM, our head coach, um, and our top player, they've done a great job of leading by example, and so it now permeates through the rest of the team. So it's super easy, right? Yeah. Like, so now when you come in. People are just used to it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's not something that is is um, like if you're not doing that, you'll stand out, right? You know, and and so now when it comes to the communication, um, again, you know, there's there's situations where, um, you know, it's not the perfect world, right? A lot of people always see that on like uh, ESPN or something. Oh, they do this, they do this. It's never perfect, but at the same time, we go out of our way to make sure like, hey, this is something that we definitely want to make sure is a staple of ours. Mm-hmm. And you can see it because the, the, the great examples are go check out our young guys and see how they're moving in their life. 
mm. it's because of what's happening at the top, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And if they're following somebody at this point, right? Obviously, we we do a great job as coaches. We're here to help and support and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the leaders of our ship, um, they're following them. They're right. listening to them. And I think a lot of the times, uh, you never get to see that. Obviously, on the court, you get to see all that good stuff. But how these guys interact um, on and off the court, how you don't hear a whole lot of things about them outside of basketball other than amazing things from nonprofits um, to mm-hmm. other things that they're doing in the world. Like, mm-hmm. look like look ahead. Look at the leader that's up front yeah. in the way and understand that that's something that um, comes from them. And, uh, again, all great teams. I mean, from the Spurs, yeah. Tim Duncan and David Robinson. Hmm. Um, that they just have done it for a while and it's a great example. Um, yeah. it's, it's the way that you have longevity, um, just in life, not just a career, right. but in life, you know, um, continuing to, uh, set the culture, be overly invested in the foundation, hmm. right? Like overinvest in that foundational piece. Hmm. Um, because again, in the high performing environment, everybody there can execute. Like we know you can do what you do, right? But can you actually stick true or stay true to that routine that allows you to um, show up every day? Because mm. like, we're going to run into chaos at one point. Yeah. You know, I like to throw it out there that sometimes it's organized chaos and just yeah. dealing with NBA. It's just, it's just life, right? And mm-hmm. being able to look at an entire schedule during a, a season being like, man, we're about to do that, right? Like there's games all over the place. Yeah, yeah that's pretty <laughs> crazy, pretty wild when you think about that. Yeah, man. Um, well, let's, you know, something you said when we first started talking and it's foundational to who, who I, what I do and what I love is you said community. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you started this company, Great Day Squad, and it's focused around community, right? So talk a little bit yeah. about that, what it is, what's your plans for it. I'd love to learn about it. Yeah, man. Um, thank you for asking. Um, the Great Day Squad is just a community of emerging leaders that are looking to um, inspire their best performance. Um, I love performance. It's, it's, my, it's my mission. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what I've been put here for. Um, it's the thing I'm very, very talented in. And I want to go out of my way now um, to not only help the 15 that I work with on a day-to-day basis, but shift the mentality or mindset of 15 million across the world. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to do that by continuing to use the community that's behind me. Right. So I've got awesome performance coaches um, from college, from pros, athletes, mm-hmm. um, CEOs, really cool people. Um, that are in this awesome space to now give. So I'm like, all right, well, I've got these people that, you know, give to me all the time. What if we just set up like a moment to do a mental workout that took people through or took these emerging leaders through a journey um, that allowed them to now go out and have that great day, allowed them Mm. to now go out there and take it to the edge to improve their mental well-being, to improve their physical well-being and to improve their emotional Mm well-being, right? And so now the Great Day Squad is here for that, right? To inspire their best performance, to put them in a space where they're not only learning, but they're learning from literally the best in the world yeah. um, that have now helped me out, um, have helped the athletes that I work with or other athletes similar to them, and now can give it to everybody else that's out there. And again, you said the athlete mentality, right? You have to be able to kind of go through the process and understand that you know, if you're going to thrive, you got to be able to show up every day. And I think mm. all of us have that in us. Yeah. I'm super excited about this. I mean, it speaks to me and I, I think you haven't launched it quite yet, right? No. So we've been doing a whole bunch of betas and yeah. just uh, doing our mental workshops, uh, our mental workouts, and mm-hmm. it's been fun doing those. Uh, mm-hmm. We're looking to launch it in the near future. Okay. Um, website's coming real soon. We've got, yeah. um, what is it? The sports psych from the Clippers coming up. We've got the head strength coach from the Nets. We've got the director of performance from the Rockets. Huh. Like there's a lot of cool people that are going to be on there. And yeah. again, I, I, 
I call them emerging leaders that we're now serving because it's the person that mentally wants to grow. They want to make that impact. Um, they really want to step into their purpose and they need some sort of guidance. They need mm -hmm. some sort of like a group of people to do it with. Um, and honestly, it, uh, for me, it was something that I knew I needed, right? I yeah. knew I wanted to, to grow. Um, but how do I continue to grow? Well, I'm going to throw a challenge out there, you know, see if you can actually figure out how to help 15 million people. Right. Yeah. I looked up all the research and found out that like, that's a decent number that deal with some sort of performance anxiety that deal with some sort of loneliness. And mm -hmm. I know again, who I am, um, as a, as a performance coach, um, I love to connect people to the right resources. And so I look at the great day squad as like that right resource for that person that's just looking to grow yeah. um, and looking to elevate themselves. And do you find it now in the time, because a lot of things are virtual and remote, it's almost, you'll be able to reach more people doing this. It's almost a good time, right? God's plan is the best plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> and um, I'm going to say that it, I had some other plans for the Great Day Squad when I wanted to, to, to roll everything out. And yeah. those just got put um, on hold um, mm -hmm. for right now, right? And mm -hmm. uh, we accelerated actually to get here to do all these different workshops uh, or workouts. And it was funny because it, we rolled them out right when COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And they were already on the docket but maybe like number nine, number 10, mm -hmm. right? And, and um, what I enjoy about this is, um, you know, I've had people from Japan, I've had people from Europe um, or England, I've had people from Africa, I've had people wow. from Hawaii, like all over the place, like tuning in, you know, on yeah. uh, was it, 4.30 on Thursdays, right? And they're like, hey, can you switch the time up? I'm like, well, majority of people are here, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> you go get a bigger group of people out there, I got you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been fun because like, like Dan, like, Here's who I am as a performance coach, and mm -hmm. this is what I want my legacy to be about. Mm -hmm. I want performance coaches, strength coaches, people in, in my space to learn and see that they can do way more, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so I want to now bring them in and say, hey, these people are in love with everything that you just learned over the last 15, 20, 30 years, right? Maybe you don't know how to deliver it. Well, here's a system that you can deliver it in. It's super easy, right? Yeah. And guess what? We can have some fun with it. Like we don't have to be, you know, stiff, right? If you come yeah. to our weight room all the time, it's fun. The music's going up. We're high-fiving, having a yeah. blast, right? Yeah. So that's the same way we're going to do these workouts, right? And yeah. then from, on top of that, it's just like, you know, I've had a lot of um, folks come to me and ask, like, how do you continue to thrive in your career? And on top of it, how do you help these dudes thrive and all right. the executives that you may have worked with? And so now it's just like, cool, I get to now serve you know, two communities that I know can support one another. Mm -hmm. And now I just got to back up and, and allow that to happen. So again, my whole thing when it comes to my legacy is this, I want to be able to now build something mm -hmm. um, that has served the purpose of pro helping people perform better in the world. And it's, I mean, have you always had this idea? It's like, have you always had this entrepreneur kind of mindset and a lot of different things you've done? Um, yes. Yes, yeah. thousand percent. So I, I learned about this, uh, what is it, maybe two or three weeks ago when I went to see my mom, um, my grandfather. Uh, so my grandfather was blind, um, maybe by the age of like 40 or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, went through a moment of depression, um, but like kept moving, kept going. And, and so mm -hmm. both of my grandfathers were pastors and they were huge into community, mm -hmm. right? Um, traveled across the world. Uh, met people in Vietnam, literally um, one wow. of my uncles 
Um, they adopted him. He's from Vietnam. My pops was adopted. Wow. Um, they adopted a whole bunch of people from all over the world because they wanted to support, you know, the way they knew how to. Right. And so that group of grandparents did that. And then my other group with my blind grandfather, he went out of his way, even when he was blind, to figure out other ways to now connect with community, to mm. still be an amazing entrepreneur. We have 40 acres of land that my aunt and my mom was just telling me like, yo, this dude was so passionate about getting this land mm. and he wouldn't tell people why. And obviously it's to be able to now hand it down, you know, rest in peace. Mm. Um, but he handed it down, right? He handed mm. down the energy, he handed down the land. And that's something that's just in my blood. Um, mm -hmm. I've always wanted to build business. Yeah. Um, I've never, I didn't understand how to do it. Right. People don't realize like, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's cool to sell something. Right. Right. It's, it's cool to also be an entrepreneur, but it's really hard to build a company. Like it's hard to be a, like a legit CEO, the legal documents, the, the conversations that you have to have with another human being yeah. um, about the thing that you're extremely passionate about. And they yeah. are still trying to figure out, and then on top of it, that human may have issues that have, have, have put them in a weird space and you may be tapping on a button and you don't realize it. And so your emotional strength, your mental right. strength, your physical strength has to be, you know, fully prepared. And so I think I know working in the NBA has actually given me um, a lot more um, strength um, to deal with that, with the navigation of it, the ups and downs and the yeah. squiggly line to get to success. Thousand percent. Prepare, for me, prepare, prepare me for that. And is I mean, have you talked about this with some of the the team? I mean, are they supportive of you, or are they like, hey, you should have done this a long time ago? I'm curious to see what their reaction is. Yeah, I mean, people know that I, I'm up to it. Um, yeah, they know that they they know um, that I love doing everything that I do on the outside because it mm -hmm. actually helps me with my mental well being. Mm -hmm. it, it helps me uh, navigate my life um, personally and professionally, mm -hmm. and it's something that. Um, I told you about the unique piece um, before mm -hmm. when I started my podcast. Yeah, uh, I had Terry uh, Stotts on the podcast, Dane, cool. DJ, um, uh, Alan Crabb at one point, uh, Pat Connaughton, and a whole bunch of other guys, Ed Davis, a whole bunch right. of dudes that were on the podcast. And so they know that I'm out here trying to um, continue to inspire folks. Yeah. Um, this is a mission of mine. And um, I, I look to do this for like a, a long, long time, right? Again, this at, the, at one point, this chapter, will close. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And I want to still be able to now um, elevate um, in the space that I know um, I need to elevate to, to, to show support to the rest of the world. Yeah. And so you've been with the team, is it six, seven years now? Seven years now. Seven years. And you moved here from the East Coast. Yeah. So one thing I always like to talk about is just, you know, Portland. Yeah. You know, how is it like starting a business here? How is it, you know, working for uh, a company, you know, a team that's very much in the spotlight of our small city. We're, you know, a still a very small kind of city. You know, uh, how, how are those things playing out for you? I'm always curious for someone who's not from here, just, and it's grown a lot since seven years you've been here, right? People moving in and, you know, so wanna, what are your thoughts on just on Portland in general as we've grown? Portland. Okay. So Portland as a community is ridiculously supportive. Um, they, as a business community, especially, um, there's a lot of people that come out here and, and they think it's very, um, they think it's too slow, mm. um, especially coming from the East Coast, right? I, I came from DC. Um, I went to college in New York, right? Like that's a fast paced place. Yeah. But what it helped me with was learning how to have a conversation. Mm. Um, I, I move extremely fast, right? Even when I talk and do all these different things, like I, 
I'm too quick sometimes. What Portland helped me with is learn, learning how to slow down, hmm. right? And so what that really um, poured into ultimately was learning how to build really good relationships um, that were going to go beyond just this one transaction. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. again, that all came from Portland. Hmm. Right? But, but I'm going to, I always look at, you know, a glass half empty as like, you got water in your cup, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You got, you got yeah, a yeah. cup, right? Yeah. And, and again, it's not going to be, you know, every city we can, we can say, we can nitpick. Yeah. It doesn't have this, it doesn't have that. What I've grown to, to appreciate and love about this city is that it does have a lot of amazing entrepreneurs, a lot of amazing CEOs that are mm-hmm. willing to sit down with you um, after even meeting you one time at a coffee shop or mm-hmm. walking up the street. I met up um, with this really cool dude um, a while ago. Um, what is it? So my buddy Marcus Harvey from Portland Gear, mm-hmm. uh, we went to a spin class and we ended up connecting or he saw somebody. He's like, dude, you got to meet him. And came uh, became riding partners with that guy. Oh, cool. We ended up going to Costa Rica to do a half Ironman and all this stuff. And, and he's been by my side ever since. And that oh, was wow. maybe four or five years ago. Wow. But, but he's one of the coolest CEOs out there, right? And so again, I just, I think this is a place that if you're looking to thrive and you are hungry to, 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 to take your time, mm. to figure it out, mm-hmm. to, to, to receive, mm-hmm. um, and then go execute, right? You still got to go execute. Yeah. Um, this is a great city for you. Um, it's not going to be New York. It's not going to be LA. It's not going to be the big cities. Yeah. Um, but if, if, if you're hungry to actually grow and thrive, um, grow and thrive here. And I promise you, you'll get to those other cities um, because a lot of those people come here because there's quality stuff here. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I'm going to come here, chill out, get the yeah. quality stuff that I need, <laughs> right? Yeah. And take yeah. a chill pill. And then I'll go back to my city, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I just, I feel like um, there may be competition here, right? But at the same time, there's a lot of community and, and there, you can find the people that really um, pour into you and, and relate with you. And it's my, been my experience too. And I think, you know, that patience part of it. Yeah. It's, it's it, as I've, you know, I've gotten older, I've really appreciated it, but it is, can be hard for people that maybe I've done business in New York where it's just like, okay, this, this is what I can do for you. This is what you can do for me. Let's do it, you, you know, right now. And it's just, it's different here. It's different. Uh, yeah. And, but once you understand that, yeah. so here's, here's the trick. So here's the, here's the best part of the game that I love. You just added a tool to your toolbox. Nobody's saying that you got to live in that space, right? Mm-hmm. Like use it when you have to. You're like, hey, you're from New York? Oh, cool. This is going to be easy. 30-second <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. All right, we're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you're from Portland on the West Coast? <laughs> got it. Let me, let me lock in. Let me put my to-do list together, right? Because we, we got a long way yeah. to go before we even talk anything right we got to do a coffee and we got to do some lunch and i got to learn about your fam you learn about mine right like just add it to your repertoire so that you can 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 grow because that's the part i think again i've had multiple friends move here and then leave saying all these different things and i'm like dude you've never looked like up and realized like that's the gift like they're teaching you something embrace the embrace the lesson and then go from there and say all right Maybe that isn't for me. Maybe I have a couple of relationships here, but mm-hmm. I'll do a lot more of my business with this, these type of people. Hmm. Yeah, it's building that trust. And it's got, it goes a long way once you spend that time to do it. It takes oh. a while, right? It takes, it takes, it takes a, a while. while here, it but. takes a while because 
Well, because the, the, the thing is, like you said, with, with trust, um, what is it, uh, Brene Brown? Huge mm. fan of Brene Brown, mm. Power of Vulnerability. That's, that's my yeah. girl right there. She changed my life with that, mm. that whole TED Talk and the series and all. Yeah. Um, put me on this path to be here right now, right? Wow. She talks about in one of her books, um, the, the, what is it, the trust jar or the jar mm. of marbles. Um, and so the jar of marbles, um, you know, you, you add to it over time over time and this is i think she was just talking about you know just leaders in general yeah right? you add to that jar and then one day somebody nudges that thing off the table right and then it breaks and the marbles go everywhere and you got to start all over again and right. so the way i think about it is let's continue to add that social equity in right continue to invest continue to deposit mm-hmm. and again protect that thing and portland has taught me how to now protect that and say all right maybe Maybe I don't need to, to, to push the gas on this one, to push the pedal any harder on this situation. Right? right. Maybe there's something going on in that person's life. Maybe there's right. something that yeah. I just don't see. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe let me go now water this plant over here mm-hmm. and not be so, um, for the lack of a better term, thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, hmm. let, me be, let me enjoy where I'm at with this situation. Cool. I'll be back. Mm-hmm. And, and it's honestly helped me um, as a um, businessman um, be very effective and say, Hey, like it, there's no, there's no hard feelings if this doesn't work out, you know, cause Hey, I've got a really, really amazing day job. Yeah. Like I'm not, like, I'm not tripping on the day. I love my job. I yeah, love yeah. my life. I love my career. Right. And then on top of it, it's just like, well, when people want to now come and support it, it's like, ah, like, I don't know if we really need all that right now. Mm. Like I'm actually really, really good with what I have right in front of me and let me get um, great at this, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's what it teaches me because now when you get great at that, let's just say you elevate, you, you, you learn a little more. And now when you do go back to that other relationship and they're prepared and ready for you, well, guess what, dude? Hey, this is what I got now. Oh man, I really wanted this, but like, I love all of that. Yeah. How much. Right. And so again, it's you understanding how to navigate and, and, and slow down if you have to, um, and speed up if you have to. Again, we, I mean, we know, right? Yeah, you just completely agree. Read it. And what are some things that are kind of challenging about living here as far as business or just, you know, I mean, in general, like I said, I mean, the, the smallness is tough <laughs> too, of being, you know, a small city. So what's, what are your thoughts on that? My most challenging piece is honestly the diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not even the diversity in um, ethnicity, it's diver- diversity in thought. Mm. So I've, I've, again, I've found my community. I've mm-hmm. found the people that, you know, um, set me on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I worry about the people that do come here and just run into, you know, um, just the closed mindedness sometimes. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not everybody. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a lot of people here that are very open, um, but you have to go find them. Like you literally have to go out of your way to go experience all these different places. And I, I think sometimes here, um, people, like, let's just say it's on the 10th place where you're like, oh, I found it. Like, people give up at like two, mm. right? Uh, I was in New York, dude. It took me 30 seconds to go yeah. find what I needed. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. but here, you may have to go try out a spin class. You may have to go try out a yoga class. You may have to go try out a business seminar. You may have to mm-hmm. go try out a painting class. Like, mm-hmm. you have to continue to, to, to try and get those reps in um, mm. to find those groups that resonate with you. Um, because there is... Um, there is on, on a on mass scale, there isn't um, a lot of diversity in mindset. Mm. That's something that I, I would love to see continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that's more of 
the individuals like ourselves just getting out there more. Yeah. Um, making sure that people know that, Hey, I'm here and you know, I'm definitely down to, to connect and, and yeah. grow with you um, mm-hmm. and continuing to set up environments. Obviously we got the great day squad. Yeah. Uh, like I try to go out of my way to now uh, when we um, have moments to now connect with other folks in, in big groups, like mm-hmm. I'll go out of my way to now set up um, experiences and engagements that people can now come participate in and everything I've ever done from the unique piece till now, every photo, you will see the biggest melting pot on earth. Mm. We had an event. Uh, we had an event, a relationship building event, uh, like a month or two before um, COVID, I think. Right. Okay. And I looked at the pictures the other day, dude, it was black, white, Asian, young, um, short, tall college. That's- that's great. Um, you know, and I was just like, man, like that makes my heart feel amazing. Yeah. But that it's, it's more of that, right. It's more mm-hmm. of, of just putting um, people in a position to now see that like, Oh crap, Portland does have what I need. Um, and, and here are the places I can go to go get it. And mm-hmm. so um, that's been again, over seven years, the one thing that um, kind of stands out to me mm-hmm. you know, other than that, I mean, I'm pretty, I am really, really busy slash productive. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I don't really pay attention to it, uh, too much of it. And then mm. uh, before COVID, we were traveling every two seconds. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's got to be a huge change for your lifestyle too. I mean, you said something really important to get, get the reps in. Yep. You know, how important is that? And it's, it can be hard right now where a lot of people feel, you know, I have days where I'm just like with what's going on, just like, dude. I'm done. <laughs> I'm at my breaking point. You know what I mean? I got yeah. family. I got two little kids. I got, yeah. you know, we're trying to make stuff happen. We're out here and it's, it's, um, it's, it's hard. So I think what you're doing with your company and uh, it, it, the timing is just perfect. So I'm no, excited about it. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, w- I will tell you this too, when it comes to um, being at your breaking point, um, take a moment to just pause, dude. Right. And um, something that we actually uh, practice during, our mental workout. It's really awesome. I actually did it right before we got on the phone. Hmm. Um, uh, we have five step process um, and we, that we take you through. Um, it's our pause, core values, comfort zone, growth zone, edge, right? Um, this pause segment is kind of like our activation. Um, so you hmm. step into a workout, you do your warm up, your activation. Um, so the pause is the moment we can activate our brain, um, get grounded and breathe. Hmm. And so we practice a different breathing exercise um, every workout. Um, we also ask a question that you can kind of reflect on. Um, if you've ever been to a yoga class, uh, right at the beginning of a yoga class, they always kind of take you through a journey. Um, right. And, and so our mission is to kind of take you through that journey, mentally get you locked in. And what I've learned or appreciated about it is um, that three to five minute window of breathing, um, regardless of the style of breathing, um, helps you actually um, calm the heck down and survey the land and realize what you need to do in that one moment. Right. right. And so, again, we do that in our workouts because we want to get to the edge. We want to execute. We want to get things done. Um, but I've learned being in the rest and digest space. Right. Sympathetic, parasympathetic, mm. slowing ourselves down um, allows us to say, all right, the edge today is making sure that these kids eat and go to sleep. Right. <laughs> the edge in this moment. <laughs> which is hard. Which is, which is extremely hard. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but sometimes we, we get overwhelmed. Yeah. And again, we step into our environment. That's the 225 pound bar on our back. And we're like, we got to squat it. We got to do it. Like, eh, not really. Right. Like we got to do this. Right. We, we got to do the bar right now. Hmm. That's all I can do. Hmm. Um, and that's all I can afford to do. Mm-hmm. Um, just from the mental space, from my capacity. And again, this is um, being said from um, a totally different position than 
a lot of other people in the world. But I just I've learned that with even with me, um, as I continue to chase the things that I want to accomplish mm-hmm. in life, um, I've had to slow down because life slowed me down a lot, dude. Like I've 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 learned. Yeah. The hard way. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to do that when you're someone like you and I, I, I feel a little bit of kinship who just wants to go and make stuff happen and be yep. out there. Right. Yep. So, um, I think that's really valuable no matter what you do, uh, you know, what kind of work you're doing. So Ben, really appreciate you hopping on yeah, stick on for a couple more minutes after I stop recording. I have, I have a couple of questions to ask you off, off yeah. the podcast. Yeah, Maybe we could work together, but, um, People can find uh, Great Day Squad. Yeah. So greatdaysquad.com. Go there right now. Go sign up. Emails. Um, we have our email list open. Um, so you can go right to greatdaysquad.com. Go sign up for the email. And then you can go find us on IG um, at Great Day Squad. Okay. Um, and then obviously following myself on IG or LinkedIn, um, Ben Kenyon on both places. Um, that's typically where I am. And if you want to reach out um, for workshops um, or mental workouts, uh, we do corporate workouts. We do um, obviously, we have our, our weekly workouts that we're about to roll out. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, what is it? Every Thursday at 4.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that's where you can go. Go find us and find me. Awesome. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, too. The PDX Executive Podcast is a production of ThatCast, a Portland, Oregon podcast agency that partners with brands to create custom podcasts. You can learn more at thatcast.com. And please take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast as well. 